No chemicals or preservatives, just 100% honest to goodness hickory smoked meat. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Boy, some chicken wings have really hit the spot. You ain't got no better food like some chicken wings, some baby back ribs, some fries or something? It's just two guys talking, am I right? He's just talking. Hey, howdy, hey. I think I came in too early. I liked it. But, uh, welcome to another episode of Fat Guys with Smokers. I'm Mike here with John. Excited to be here in the pit. Talking about stuff we love. The weather needs to turn, dude. dude. I want to be out. I want to be smoking. You know it's bad when Dot is making jokes about second winter. Yeah. (laughs) yeah you know it's coming maybe it wasn't you dot i think it was uh uhp it was the highway patrol oh was it yeah jeez i guess there were some gnarly accidents this weekend Hmm. it got it got crazy um but the time is upon us pretty soon hopefully we'll be outside every day let's go punk satani don't let us down that stupid groundhog's full of crap man i know it's been brutal yeah but otherwise it's kind of nice today. Yeah, it has been really nice. It's supposed to be nice tomorrow, but then it's supposed to crap all over the yeah, place. Yeah, then we're supposed to get some more nastiness. Huh? Although, we're complaining about it. We need the moisture. Yeah, that's true. Um, but the the real story on the weather, have you heard about California? Uh-uh. Part of the mountains in California supposed to get like between four and ten feet this weekend holy cow of snow yeah dude they've been getting pounded all year wasn't yeah. there like a like a atmospheric river or something uh-huh. that went through yeah. there and just dumped all over them yeah tahoe um mammoth is getting nuts there's actually a bunch of the like professional ski skiers and snowboarders that normally train in park city uh-huh and, like we're not having a we're not having a bad snow year. No. Last no, year it was good. insane. We're actually not that far behind last year. Yeah, we're, I've seen that we're above average for yeah, sure. Yeah, we're year. above average. We're like 100 inches behind last year, and I think we got like almost 300 inches in March last mm. year. Yeah. Well, I've heard um, that March is usually the peak, peak time for yeah. ski resorts. But anyways, the a lot of the, the people that train in Park City are headed to california hmm. because it's just wild well that's fair we don't want but, them here anyway yeah and i i don't know i just i don't <coughs> i don't want to live somewhere where i have to shovel my roof yeah that's fair that's uh i think that's my standard that's fair i did do that last year i made a little roof shoveler it got sketchy did you really? Yeah, just took some sheet metal and like bent it in like a 90 degree and hooked it to the end of a really long PVC pipe and just kind of went up. My, it was, and then I did not think it was going to work. <laughs> and so I started like pushing it up my roof. And it comes shooting down. And it just down comes shooting you. down in like bricks. And I was like, whoa, whoa. It was pretty gnarly, actually. I but, thought about doing it. I never actually did it on mine. It was mostly for fun. I think my roof was okay, but it was mostly for fun. And it worked. But I mean, we. I had three feet of snow on my roof. Yeah, for sure. It was wild. For sure. Wild is the word of the night. Indeed. My wife says I use uh, 
phenomenal too much on phenomenal. the podcast. It's like you never say that in real life, so I'm going to try not to say that at as least, much. At least your wife listens to the podcast. Oh, Haley, be better. I know. There have been a couple of times where we've talked about something on the podcast and then I've said something about it. As my children went, children would say, IRL. Hmm. I'm learning all sorts of oh, vernacular. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, and <coughs> Haley's like, what are you talking about? I was like, well, good to know you're up on the podcast, sweetheart. Rude. Tell her if she doesn't listen, she's coming on again. Because I know that's her worst fear. She hates coming on. She did not enjoy it. I thought it was delightful, but... Hey, the people love it. Yep. They do. They get after the wives, man. I think we I think we need to have a have another wives episode now that you say that. 100%. Should see if we can bring them in the pit somehow. I guess that'd be hard because we'd have to share mics. No, we could do it. I bet we could make it work. I mean, we've got another mic. Yeah, that's true. And I know where I can get a fourth one. Oh. Shoot. All right. Food for thought, people. Food for thought. Stay tuned. If you want the wives... Hit us in the comments. Be sure and hit the like and subscribe right down there. So, uh, with that, we've got some fun stuff today. Yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be a little different. It is. Um, let's hit it with a shout-out, though. <coughs> so, let's uh, jump over here to the IG. Mike, tell us uh, tell us about Michigan Barbecue Addicts. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this guy. Uh, and... Walter J. Johnston is what his Instagram says his name is. Uh, but he seems like a man after our own heart. Big old dude. Uh, has a shirt that says, Never Trust a Skinny Chef. But he does like some it. cool stuff. He does like this series on his Instagram where he um, will roll dice and that determines what he's going to do. So um, he'll like roll dice for meat and then roll dice for what... I don't know. Apparently, somebody did it with sandwiches, and so he did it for barbecue. Yeah, roll for barbecue right here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're not, go check it out on YouTube. Um, But he rolls dice, and then that determines uh, meat, rub, binder, all the things. It looks kind of fun. So It does. uh, This looks like... What are these dice for? What's that game? Uh, I don't know. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, is that what it is? I, I don't know. That's just the only thing I know that you use those crazy dies for. But, uh, what is he doing? Baloney. Oh, in chunks. Like burn ends baloney or something? Burn ends baloney. That's awesome. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. So, yeah. anyway, check out his stuff. Michigan Barbecue Addicts. He's got some funny videos, but he's also got some pretty... Uh, it seems like down-to-earthish stuff. I feel like sometimes people just do crazy stuff that is kind of unrealistic. But he does, you know, some pretty good-looking normal stuff. So, Also, apparently a big Dungeons & Dragons guy. I don't know. Maybe maybe you use those things for other other games. I'm into I it. Am, uh, I am not a D&D master by any means. Mm-hmm. So, check him out. Yeah, I'm excited to excited to follow him and, and yeah. learn a little bit more about him see what he does the videos i mean obviously i haven't been through every video he's posted a lot of stuff but his stuff's hilarious and his stuff looks pretty yummy so cool well let's uh we've got a new segment we do Who's, what are we going to call this we need a clever name we do need a clever name um 
from beyond the pit. Oh, oh, that's deep. I don't know if I can handle that. I don't know. Um, so every once in a while, we get a question to the Instagram or on YouTube or wherever the question comes. And we'd love to get more, P.S. Lots more. But we uh, thought it'd be fun to do some voicemails. Yeah. So we're going to try one tonight. Uh, had someone reach out to us about an interesting methodology for cleaning their grill. Yeah. And with that, let's uh, let's play the voicemail and then we'll talk about this. Yep. I almost feel like we need like a... This feels like an old radio show where you'd call in and like leave a voicemail and then the host would talk about it. Yeah. Like... Need an old-timey like... Okay. This is a... Uh, 99.9 K-Smoke. You're on the air. Hey-o. 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 Guess they wouldn't say that. Swell, fellas. Let's go ahead and get a listen. We could have been DJs in another life, Dude, Mike. totally. Here we go. Hey, John and Mike. I have a quick question regarding pellet grill cleaning. I'll give you a little bit of backstory. I have a pit boss, Austin XL, that I've been using for about 10 years and probably over 1,500 hours of cook time. My first time doing a big cook, probably the year 2016, I was cooking some cheap, fatty ground beef patties. My grill was recently cleaned before this cook, but after about the third rack of these fatty patties, my grill caught fire. I turned off the feeder and kept the door closed to try and snuff it out. There was a lot of smoke, and if I opened the door, it would engulf right away with huge flames. And the temperatures, they were hitting over probably 800 degrees. After the fire went out and cooled down, I noticed something. All the grease in the bottom of my smoker had burned away, and all I had left was char and ash that was easily vacuumed up. We all know how annoying it is to clean out the grease from the smoker. So now, after every fatty meat cook, whether it be burgers or bacon, or after a while of smoking, I'll turn up the heat after the cook and let the grease catch, sorry, let the grease catch fire until it burns off. Usually it's a small fire and it's not out of control at all. Temperatures generally are around 400 to 500 degrees. And it's expected instead of unexpected. And I watch it to make sure it doesn't get out of control. I haven't noticed any negative side effects. The meat still tastes great and it cuts my cleaning time down dramatically. So my question to you is, have I found the ultimate grill cleaning life hack or am I quote unquote playing with fire? Thanks guys. Well, Mike. First of all, I just want to say how grateful we are, Demron, for your question slash comments. And for your repeated listening of our podcast. I have I have some concerns. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> he's been doing it, so uh, obviously it's working okay for him. This sounds terrifying to me. Yeah, I... Uh... I was going to go no names on this, but since we've outed Oh, him. <laughs> shoot. Sorry. Sorry, Demon. Awkward. No. I, look. I, I too, have concerns. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think he used some, some subtle words that I don't know if he intended to or not, but uh, it, it usually doesn't get out of control. I think it's a... Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's a roll of that's the dice. That's an important clarifying word. Like it's it's great, and I think it goes back to like the tool you're using. Yeah. Um, 
Because I like I've done something similar with my gas grill. Like I've let grease burn off. I've never gone as far as like letting it ignite, but I've letting mm-hmm. it carbonize and then it's easy just to scrape off the grates and be done. I think the challenge that you run into is you don't have an easy way to shut the fuel off like you do on a gas grill. Yeah, he mentioned he turned the uh, pellets off. How would you... How do you do that? Like, how do you just make sure I think that he nothing's going like, to sneak he in He just, there? like, shuts it off. So it's, hmm. not, it's not that he's clearing the auger. He's just... Like, Keeping it from feeding more. Yeah, he's just powering down the grill, which... Huh. Like, I... I get it. I think I know, like, the thought process behind it. I would worry about when it when it's not usually and it does get away from you. Yeah. Um, grease fires can be a little sketchy. Yeah, grease fires are hard sure. to manage. And yeah. It's not like you can just throw water on it and it all goes away. It's, grease fires are, are messy to deal with. Um, and I also worry about just, like, the creosote build up in the grill like anytime you have flame you're gonna have residue yeah so see that's what concerns me if i don't clean my grill and then i do like try to do maybe a hotter and faster type of deal it always just gets nasty in there yeah like just like a film on everything and it's not yeah it and maybe Maybe he's wiping it down. Maybe he's taking extra steps there. Well, and maybe if you let it all burn out, I then guess that's, that's I've never not a thing. It long enough. Yeah. To... See, I, it's in the process of burning when I'm freaking out and trying to fix it. Yeah. So, uh, I don't think you found the ultimate cheat code to grill cleaning Demeron. I think you're, uh, if it's working for you, man, <laughs> like party on, keep keep it going, but. I think it's a, a little bit of a roll of the dice every time you do it. Uh, my, I mean, my hack is I just, and we've talked about this, like I think one of the first things you buy when you get a, a grill is one of those really wide 18-inch heavy-duty rolls of foil from Costco or Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. And I cover my drip pan with that every time. So when I do a big greasy cook, all I got to do is pull that foil off and put a new one down and I'm, and it's all cleaned up races. and ready to go. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, and then I try and vacuum. You know, every other every time I I cook, mm-hmm. I just I've got a little vacuum that's dedicated to my smokers. Yeah, that's what I should. I need to get a little vacuum. I remember when we talked about that, thinking, oh, I need to do that. Yeah. So the bucket, um, what do they call it? Home Depot has one called a bucket head, that it's literally a a shop vac head that snaps onto a five gallon bucket. I had one of those for years. It started to crap out, and I mean, I left it outside sometimes. I didn't like it didn't live outside, but sometimes I'd forget about it and it'd get rained on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had that for a number of years, and then recently I just I bought a little. I think it's like a three and a half gallon um, shop vac at Harbor Freight that was on sale, and I is it a dedicated fan. like dust vacuum or is it just a regular vacuum because i feel like i saw something called maybe it's ash vacuum is what i saw i don't know yeah my my, so mine's just a shop vac like Hmm. people use them for car detailing cleaning up in the garage whatever they're they're gonna do Mm -hmm. um 
mine just happens to be dedicated to my smokers. Does it have a filter in it? Uh, it does. I want to say this one. It's got one of the, like the bag filters. Okay. So it's not a. It's not like my big shop back that has like a big filter cartridge in it. See, that's what I have. And then when I use that to, like, I'll use that to vacuum out my drum. And that, I mean, granted, the drum, uh, because I'm using charcoal and a lot of times briquettes, it's usually like super fine ash powder. And so I'll vacuum it up, but it plugs up that filter and then it is just kind of a mess. So I'm wondering if there's a, if there's a better way. Here we go marvels of technology Hmm. this is for those of you on youtube this is what i've got it is a bauer three gallon three peak horsepower wet dry vacuum and it just has the bag filter in it and it doesn't get uh, like clogged up or anything mm -mm. huh if there are any wives listening to this that are wondering what to get their husband for their birthday this might be it hmm Let's see here. I like the portability. Like, I'll drag my shop back up onto my deck. And it's not a huge deal, but I like the, I'll just, I mean, super convenient and small and interesting. Yeah, that's the, this little blue thing right there. That's the the filter. Does it come, do you just replace that sometimes when it gets really clogged, do you think? Uh, I never once replaced it on my, on my bucket head. I just like take it out and shake it. Yeah. And it was That's fine. what I've been doing with my canister. Let me, uh, I'm going to do you a solid right here, Mike. Messages. Whitney. Well done. Listen to the podcast for the reason. I support it. Um, that's true friendship right there, everybody. Yeah. Thanks buddy. All right. Yeah. That's great. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm glad that works for Demer, but I would have a hard time. I don't know. Maybe we just need to try it and just see. But I, it, with my luck, a grease fire is just gonna get out of control. And I am moder- I am moderately risk averse in most things that I do in my life. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I mean, I played with plenty of matches as a kid. I've been grounded for it before. Sure. Um. But where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. And... Well said. So. Well said. But I'm glad it works. That's great. I don't know that I will adopt said strategy, but, you know. Yeah. Let's talk about something else that works. Okay. Party ribs. Dude. <laughs> I'm always a little bit offended and a little bit jealous. Because the way I find out about what you're cooking <laughs> is my phone starts going off with, somebody's liked your reel. Somebody's liked you. I'm like, I haven't posted. Oh, it's fat guys. What? Oh, Mike made ribs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I totally should have brought you some because they were bomb. But it's okay. my kids I did a pork, them. I did a pork shoulder and I didn't share with you. So no, that's fair. That's fair. We have an agreement, I feel like. If something is completely outrageously good, then we share it. Otherwise, we keep it with our families. That's fine. Um, yeah, dude. I did party ribs. I, I we, feel like the party ribs meet the description <coughs> of what you just You described. are 100% <laughs> correct, and I have dug myself into a hole. But I'm just going to explain my way out with what I did. So Look, it's fine. I'm 
just going to hold it against Hallie for eating my share of the ribs. That's fair. And she pounded it. Did so she? That I is love fair. that. Yeah. I love when little kids pound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Party ribs. So the whole idea is um, you slice, you take a rack of ribs. I remove the membrane. I've seen some people online that don't remove the membrane. I don't know if there's a difference at that point, but I took it off. Always remove the membrane. Period. I, mean, I think so. It makes more sense to me. So uh, remove the membrane. I did not use a binder. Uh, I've seen people use a binder and, and stuff, but I used um, just uh, shoot. Yeah, just killer hogs. Uh, the barbecue rub is what I used and just kind of dusted it on there. Um, and tried to kind of just get it. Oh no, I didn't. I used barrel and branch, um, Memphis style barbecue rub, which I'll be honest is basically the same thing as the barbecue rub. It's funny how many like of the AP rubs are pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I did use that. Uh, and just kind of coated all sides. And I feel like that is the advantage to the party rib is instead of just the top and the bottom, all sides build some bark, all sides get coated. I mean, it's the same reason like why you cross hatch a ham or you cross hatch a pork shoulder, like Mm -hmm. surface area, surface area, surface area, surface area. Exactly. Um, and so anyway, cover the whole thing. I didn't use a binder. I let them hang out for a minute, and then I used my Vortex on my Weber. I have not grilled ribs before. I I mean, I usually just low and slow in the smoker. Uh, but I used the Vortex, and it was great. I feel like I left them on a little bit too long because they were a little bit, um, not charred at the end, but just well well done, you know. Uh, so the uh, little bit of meat on the sides was not... Yeah. As good. How long did they go for? 90 minutes. Which. That's wicked fast for ribs. Right. Exactly. Which is one of the things. And again, I think I left them on a little bit too long. So I would say you could probably get away with an hour and 15 minutes or so. Um, Because I did, I did ribs. What's that? For the Super Bowl? Yeah. I I think that's what you said. Yeah. I mean, I was six hours. Yeah. Three, two, one. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what long. you do. Um, so that's super. Cool. as far as time, I'm into it because although that's I love like a good low and slow rib, like an hour and 15 minutes, that's, that's like awesome. A, that's like a weeknight rib. Yeah, exactly. That was the thing. I went home from church and was Dude. like, I guess we'll try this. And we had them for lunch. It was awesome. Weeknight ribs. <clears throat> do it. Do it. Um, do it. So I... And I just put them on Vortex. If you don't know, we've talked about it before, but the Vortex is like a dome that you put in the middle of your charcoal kettle. It's like a Um, volcano. Yeah, volcano of... I mean, it just channels the heat, hits the dome, and kind of falls around. Kind of creates a bit of a... Convection of it. Convection, yeah. We've used... I've done wings with it. Uh, I'm a big fan. Um, But, so I did that. I turned the ribs every... I think I ended up doing it about every half hour. My plan was to do it every 15 minutes, and then I got distracted. So I I turned them about every fifth, half hour or so just to keep them from burning if there are any hot spots. And I also, and I normally, I should do this, but I don't. When you use that Vortex, I twist my kettle lid 
so that the daisy wheel kind of changes um, 90 degrees every 15 minutes. I did try to do that just to kind of channel the heat, make sure it what'd there's you, no hot spots. What do you call it? A daisy wheel? Isn't that what it's called? That's what the vent's called? I don't know. I thought so. I have no idea. I'm, I'm not... Mi- I just didn't you're know what it was called. I thought it was just a vent. I'm looking. You're fine. Keep telling right. the story. I'll let you. I'll let you look. It'll be quicker than my phone. Um. So yeah, and then I glazed them. I just made a quick barbecue sauce. I had just a cheap. I think it was bullseye barbecue sauce in my fridge. So I just used that and kind of uh, warmed it up. Put a little butter in there, and then I just glazed the ribs. I just used a brush. I've seen people uh, that will just do these low and slow like on the smoker they still go a little faster but they'll throw them all together in a foil pan with like a few cubes of butter and some brown sugar just like you would ribs when you wrap them yeah Um, it's almost like burnt end stuff yeah exactly and just kind of let them go like that i did not do that and i thought they were fantastic i can't say phenomenal anymore uh but they were really good and they were tasty and they were fast uh and it was i mean it was great if I could do it again, I'd watch it a little closer. I had a lot going on, so I'd just kind of set a timer on my phone, watch them a little closer, and just make sure they didn't go too far. Uh, I did pull them off when they were, I think they made it to like 205, and I think that was a little bit too much. They were a little bit dry um, at the thinner parts, but it was pretty tasty. So, what are you learning? Uh, the tab turn on the lid vent is a large is a large and matches the large turn tabs on the bull vent or daisy wheels Hang on, sorry i tried to read the the summary from the page and that just didn't work yeah all right um It's called a daisy wheel, isn't it? The turn tab on the lid vent is a is large and matches the turn tabs on the bowl vents or daisy wheels. Okay, so the ones on the bottom are called daisy wheels. Maybe All the right. ones on top are called daisy wheels too. I didn't know that. That's I learned fair. something. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, it would have been nice to do that at like. 9 a.m. instead of 9 p.m. so I could have checked that box on my day earlier. Sure. But, well, you, you know, know what? We'll carry it over, man. There's no reason why your learning has to stop. I don't know. I got nothing. <clears throat> um. Anyway, party ribs for the win. I am interested to kind of do it burn end style and just see if there's a difference. But I'll be honest. Again, I know a lot of people just cook ribs on the grill. Um, I've never done it before. I've always just smoked them low and slow. Uh, but I'm a big fan. It was pretty tasty, and the speed at which they cooked made it. Uh, I think that was the best part, honestly. <clears throat> Under two hours for some pretty good ribs. I will say, <clears throat> sorry, I swallowed a weird, like, gulp before we started recording, and I can't clear my throat now, so I think I might be dying. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, uh, <laughs> um,. Well, then I'm going to send Whitney a different recommendation for your birthday because yeah. I already have one of those. What was I going to say? <laughs> oh, they are very rich. You don't realize when you do cover everything in the in whatever rub you're using, 
it makes every bite like, oh, wow, which is great. But I'm used to throwing down like a half a rack or more of ribs. After two or three, and I don't know if it's just the salt or the sugar that's on the rub, but it was like, oh, I got to take a... I got to take a little break. So maybe go light on the seasoning. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I just went a little too heavy. But when it's covering the whole thing, it's a lot, which is good. Yeah, that's cool. I on this last round of ribs, I did like I did mine extra saucy, extra messy Mm -hmm. because I normally just I actually I really like dry ribs Mm. um, without any sauce on them. But yeah, I did that, and I think that's part of the the overload of flavors yeah like they're really good but i mean yeah i ate like three or four and i was like i'm done yeah give me a minute let my body realize what just happened to it um but yeah they were good i can see why they would be really popular as like an appetizer a party food because it only takes one or two and it's delicious but you know i don't know that you would sit down for sunday dinner with half a rack of party ribs and enjoy it quite as much as you would like just finger food you know i hear that but i also know how many wings i can eat that is that's true very similar to the wing so i haven't had wings in so long dude we should do wings we should do wings. i think i still have one macy's had them on sale and i did i've done a couple sets and they've been divine i always have wings in my freezer do you I will always now because they're pretty cheap when they go on sale. Well, that and I just, I go lazy and buy the like frozen bag of wings at Costco. Oh, I've never done that. Yeah. Right on. And you can even cook those from frozen. Really? Says so right on the bag. Really? You just toss them on. Are they like flash frozen or something? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, right on. Yep. They're pretty fantastic. Hmm. So, well... Mike, do you want to learn one other thing completely unrelated to barbecue? Yes. But I feel like it's very much a fat guy thing. I like it. I love to learn. Um, and my phone's dead, so I can't, I can't validate this. I'll try to validate while you talk. Well, I, I know what the word is, and I think it's in Sweden. Oh. They have a phrase for going back to bed... Or laying around in bed after you wake up. Mm. You know that, like, Saturday morning when you don't have to run your kids all over the place or they choose not to come jump in your bed and ask for breakfast? They just Mm -hmm. go downstairs like good kids and turn on cartoons and their older brother gets some cereal and, you know. That ever happened for you? Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it doesn't happen for me anymore. (laughs) But if it did, that is called Herkle Durkle. Herkle Durkle. Herkle Durkling. Herkle Durkling. Herkle Durkling is laying around in bed. I love that. And now, we've all learned something for the day. There you go. And I can pleasantly say, I'm John. And I'm Herkle Durkle Mike. (laughs) We're fat guys with smokers. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of fat guys with smokers.
don't forget to like subscribe.